0: welcome back to the diamond ldf podcast i'm rehan and i'm alexia and we have a very special guest we have a long-awaited guest we've been so so excited to have a guest especially this guest on the show so excited you want to introduce yourself go ahead keenan take it away
1: (laughs) hi everyone my name is keenan thompson Um, I went to school with these two amazing people (laughs) um, at Florida National University. Um, I studied there as well, uh, political science and public relations. Um, I had an amazing time there. Um, It was a pleasure getting to know these two in Washington, D.C., Um, studying and exploring the city together so um, i'm very happy to be a guest on this amazing podcast i can't wait to start gossiping with (laughs) y'all
0: yes Yes. Yes. we're so excited to have keenan of course no problem
2: of course (laughs) this guy right here guys he is a man of wisdom what can we say i mean really like you're in i feel like When I look at Keenan, I don't know, I feel like you just know, you're so knowledgeable on so many different things. Like, not even just, like, when it comes to politics, but even just, like, I admire how you travel and how you learn so much about different cultures. Like, it really Mm. is fascinating. So, I think it's exciting. Thank you, appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Of course. But we're excited to have you. Ree, what do we want
0: to, what do we want to start? I mean put in to deal i don't know i mean we have so many questions pretty much yeah. <laughs> like the thing yeah. is, is like Ke- yeah. like you said like keenan is just like different like i don't know i don't know exactly. like like we met keenan last year in washington dc mm-hmm. and yeah. like we all just kind of clicked honestly like right Kenan- away <laughs>
1: Keenan the three of us clicked
0: yeah, and Kenan's life is just so interesting and eventful, so that's why we really wanted to have him on. And we wanted you to just, like, share your stories, like, share your voice, share your opinions, share some of your knowledge and wisdom with us and our listeners. So, yeah, I mean, we'll just delve into all of that, honestly. That's I mean,
2: exactly. Where, yeah, should we, I mean, where should we start?
0: Well, I mean, we initially wanted to have you on, like, right after our last episode. Last episode, yes. we talked about Election um, yeah, like I basically. To that one. Yeah, I'm glad yeah. you listened to that yeah, one because thinking, like on the, we were airport,
1: like at the airport back home. Yes, <laughs> oh like God, crazy.
0: we mentioned you so many times in that episode. We were like, "Dang, like why didn't we have Keenan this time?" Like what i trying to say. The the greatest part about
2: having Keenan on the podcast is that neither I like me or Ree are people who like I would say are political and like I, I mentioned how I that's not the right thing to say nowadays, but, like, I don't mean it like that. I mean it in a way where, like, we're just not as knowledgeable as we know other people are and, like, when it comes Mm -hmm. to policies and Mm -hmm. all these different things, like, we really don't know. So I think that's the great part about having you because I feel like you are the only person I see on Instagram that, like, gets it. Like, I understand 100% like your mm-hmm. perspective, I like am with you one hundred percent. Like I'm like Keenan for president. Like this is <laughs> what we need. Literally, because I think like no. you you just are so unbiased, mm-hmm. and you actually like you could tell like it's a perspective from the people. Like we mm-hmm. are for the people, you know. So I think that you're just so knowledgeable on that, and that's what Thank we needed you, you last episode because yes, I mean, I know me, I'm I, sorry, I couldn't talk...
1: make it. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. It, it also, no, I think it's a mixture of two things. Like we we didn't know when Joe Biden was gonna win. We yeah. didn't know. You know, because of the mail-in ballot situation, we didn't know that it was going to take, what, four, almost four days. Uh, November 4th is the day. And then November 7th was when we found out who was president. Um, And it took a while. So um, now that we know, you know, I still, you know, with my opinion in politics, it's definitely evolved. Um, I wasn't this Mm -hmm. um, politically savvy as I was When I was younger I felt like I was the complete opposite. And I felt kind of disappointed when I would get into like these discussions with people at school, with different teachers, professors, and I felt like I didn't have the right language to discuss these topics. And it kind of feels you feel trapped because it's like, dang, I I feel this way about this topic. I feel this way about, you know, human rights, the environment, climate change, um, animal rights, but I just don't know how to express that. And I would say what I did was, you know, going through college, you know, you meet different people that are different, are passionate about different areas. And then you start looking deeper into yourself and be like, what is it that I really care about? What motivates me? What makes me wake up in the morning? And it's, you know, human rights. I want everyone to be equal in this world, you know? Mm -hmm. So then you just start, you know, researching, finding different podcasts. Um, I love listening to NPR Code Switch that is an amazing podcast they offer like so many different perspectives and unique topics and once you start finding like your niche in that and like different youtube videos you start watching that over and over again and then the information just clicks in your brain because it's something you care about you know it's easier to understand so i would say over the past three years uh since the last election i've been getting like a little bit more um uh more in depth with the knowledge that i've gained from um politics and everything like that because you know growing up it wasn't necessarily like that. I was always a big fan of politics. I've been watching uh the election since uh, I think it was Bush and John Kerry. Uh
0: mm-hmm. this
1: was like two thousand one, I don't know. I stole my mom's portable TV. I put in batteries just to watch the the, the little debates and inauguration stuff like oh that. My and God. I never had anyone to share it with. But I feel like now since we have social media there's a lot of people that are more interested in politics than before because of access, oh, yeah. you know, to information, to knowledge, and it's something that we all care about, it's just, you know, before we never had the access to it. It used to be a privilege, now it's like, it's still a privilege, but there's more people that are able to, you know, read books, more people able to surf the web and to research these things, so I'm glad that I would say now in 2020 more people are educated about what's going on, um, the more aware yes. and they, they definitely are able to contribute to the movement.
0: yeah for sure and i think um, it's definitely i'm sorry no go ahead go ahead i was gonna say i think like also with social media it's just made people more interested too to like want to know more like it's made it more accessible but also just people are becoming more interested and realizing how important it is to know about this stuff to like be knowledgeable Mm -hmm. in this stuff you know exactly Mm -hmm. yeah
2: and i was gonna ask you because like i know for me like i wasn't really like, ever into politics at all. Like, I was like, oh, I've never been into politics until I went to D.C., like, when I actually lived there. And I know you've lived there, like, more than once, so do you feel like that also impacted your interest in politics, like, living in D.C.?
1: Yes, it did, but in a unique way. Um, Because I must say that, you know, my family is from D.C., so I've been going there Mm. ever since I was born. And, you know, they always talk to me about, you know, the changes that D.C. has been going through. It used to be called Chocolate City, you know, full of... You know, Black people, black Uh culture There used to be like concerts in the streets Festivals um, And you know everything's changed Now everything's just like 6th Street um, Mm -hmm. I believe it's 6th Street um, Where they have all the clubs and bars That's basically all that you can do But Mm -hmm. um, you know back then It used to be you know Chocolate City There was um, so much culture in the city But now it's like It's been gentrified a lot As we can tell you know the cost of living Has grown to Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to say it, you know. Yeah, we, we saw we were that. Like, scratching for Ridiculous. pennies, trying, to, trying to get some food <laughs> this, in DC. They could
2: afford to live. <laughs> oh, literally. my gosh. Whenever
1: FIU would host their events <laughs> with the we food, would we would just that. take everything <laughs> and that would be our meal for the next day, you know. But, you Later, know, before yeah? it was never like that. And gentrification has played a huge role into why DC has become what it is now. So, interning in DC with you all, it had sort of an impact on me in terms of seeing, you know, the homeless people and how much that has grown. You know, a lot of people on the streets are the black homeless people. And if you speak to some of them, you know, before they were living in a, you know, a nice house with their family and everything was okay. But now as you see, it's just like, it's out of control. You know, the cost of living is too high in D.C. And Mm -hmm. I would say just like walking the streets every day and like seeing people is just like, you are excited to work in a city that, you know, is the capital of the United States. You know, everything is going on there politically. There's so many think tanks, so many uh, workshops going on there. But it also is disheartening seeing like how much, it has shifted towards, you know, people being a, it's how much has shifted for people that are you know, rich, they're able to live in that city. You know, people like mm-hmm. us, it's a struggle, you know, We're people that love politics, we want to experience things. But not everyone can have that opportunity to intern in D.C. like we had. You know, thankfully, exactly. we had an amazing school, Florida International University, that helped us you know, get there. <laughs> Shout out FIU. But, you know, I know, yes. just go
0: plug FIU right there. Yes, we have
1: to do it. <laughs> But not everyone <laughs> had that opportunity, which is sad because it becomes a privilege to intern in D.C., you know. Right, um, yeah. But and that's, you know, there's a lot yeah. of changes going on in the city. So there's a lot, right. lot of uh, thoughts going through my head when I was there.
2: Mm-hmm. I was going to say, and I, I never thought about it, it's so actually until you mentioned it, how much that like affects our like our future politicians, like the ones that are going to be mm-hmm. out there. Because if people that are coming from where we are like mm-hmm. can't afford to go out there and intern and work their way up how the heck are they ever going to get in there you know it's kind of mm-hmm. like that's the that's the part that people don't get is we don't get to like mm-hmm. aoc was a perfect example of someone who actually was able to start from the bottom and you know made her way that's in, a great you know? example
1: yeah she was a bartender right. uh, yeah. studying school long hours trying to make some money to raise her family her father passed away At a young age, you know that's that's the story of a a lot of Americans, and we all connect with that kind of. It's real, you know, and exactly exactly. our lives are what the lives of so many people around this world are like. But you know, now Mm -hmm. now we can see that you know certain groups of people just do not care about that. You know, they care more about Mm -hmm. protecting their wealth protecting, you know, their assets and making sure that only they can have access to these resources and not anyone else. You know, that's the 1%. That but is like so true. hello, the 99% we need it to, you know. But yeah. you know, Literally. that's that's a fight that we're going to have to keep fighting. It's going to be a long time till we see uh the America that we want.
0: <laughs> For sure. But I mean, mm-hmm. I have hope and like like mm-hmm. also like going off of like that inequality basically like you know, I feel like that's something that I definitely realized by going to D.C. too. And I mean, I'm sure we all thought of it while we were there. It's like the fact that, you know, we have an opportunity that not everyone gets the chance to live, you know, and like we saw like the whole argument with unpaid internships versus paid internships. You know, that's a big thing. Like, it's all about oh, yeah. accessibility. Like not everyone can afford to do an unpaid internship. I mean, we barely like Mm -hmm. made it by, (laughs) Um, (laughs) that was tough. But I mean, you know, like some people like, and luckily we we have support, like we were able to get the support to do that. But Mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that can't sacrifice that. They need paid Mm -hmm. opportunities. And, you know, it's just, it's unfair. And it's kind of sad that we have to kind of weigh those options, you know, like, do we want to get paid, or do we want to get unpaid, or like work for no money basically, and you know mm-hmm. scrape by? And I don't know. It's just it's it's something that you really have to like look at and weigh weigh, weigh the pros and cons of it and exactly. see how it's gonna affect you. Like I don't know. Yeah.
2: So. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's it was it was definitely an experience, a challenge for all of us. But I think we all learned from that experience, like. If you, I mean, yes, I feel like did. my my internship really did, like, you know, impact me in great ways. You know, I met amazing people, experienced something new. And even though I wasn't into politics, it was like, all right, well, I got to experience something different, you know. Yeah. But I, I also got to see, like, an insight exactly of what DC was. And it was really kind of, for me, honestly disappointing because it felt like that. You know, we were amongst business people who were all just, you know, like, standard Guys, like rich people, like that were working within, like, you know, the like the basically the people that are running our country is what we were, you know, experiencing. So it definitely was like, I mean, it was refreshing to see FIU who was, you know, we had people of color, we had people of just so many different types of people that were out here, like who were not coming from wealth, who were not coming from, you know like money, like getting to have this opportunity. Like that's the one thing I am thankful that FIU, even though it, I'm minds of politics, but I'm glad to see that those people are getting, you know, their feet wet in politics and getting to experience it. Cause we need them for our future, you know? For sure. The normal sure. people, yeah. the average And, and I think
1: we all put our own spin on it. Like, you know, yeah. I took my internship as a way to, um, you know, network as, as well as many of mm-hmm. us network, um, explore, Meet new, meet new people and maybe learn that way from meeting people. And hey, like, what are your thoughts on this issue going on? You know, meeting, uh, talking about that way. And Alexia, you put right. your own spin on by, you know, doing social media, networking, mm-hmm. going to so many amazing events. And Rhea, you yeah. as well, like doing photography for mm-hmm. the Wilson Center, you've done so many amazing things in that realm. So we've all sort of taken our own like niche and like explored mm-hmm. it within the world of politics. And I think that's what creates, you know, love for it because it is confusing it is daunting it is exhausting you know right now I'm on my political break Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I haven't been looking at the news for like the past four days because I've been trying to take a break from it it's been a crazy year yeah yeah (laughs) so you caught me at the right time I don't blame you no but
3: that's good though (laughs) no no, it's good good to to take a break break
1: every now and then yeah Um, but yeah it's about finding what you what what is best for you and I have this one um little saying or phrase that I always think about whenever I, like something that motivates me to, you know, one day hopefully be a politician is that, you know, you always have to consider everyone at the bottom, no matter what you do. Even the most simplest Mm -hmm. thing is when you are making an office building and in the front way, you just have steps, but you don't have a ramp for someone that has a wheelchair, you know? The person, Mm -hmm. if there's no ramp for the wheelchair, you're not considering, you know, someone else's needs. And that's to a larger true. picture, this goes to almost every issue you have in your life. You know, you really have to think, OK, if I make this decision, who is this affecting and how and mm-hmm. why? You know, think about everything and write it down, uh, create a Venn diagram or something, you know, in anything you do in life. Like, OK, if I do this, what happens? Where are the consequences, you know, or what are the benefits? You know, how is this going to improve in a- this area, this city, these people, this community? You know, that's something that I think is important for everyone to just consider
0: Yeah, definitely. When it comes to, like, you know, making decisions for our country, like the people in power, like, these things are not, like, just surface level. There's, like, there's so many, they're they're multifaceted, you know? Like you said, you have to consider everybody, and everyone is different, you know? We're not all the same, and we all don't have the same needs or, you know, the same abilities. We all have to, you know, live different lives and live in different Mm -hmm. ways, and that's all fair. It should be fair. I don't know, so... We'll see. Yeah, I think I have hope. Like we said, we talked about it last time, Alexia and I. I mean, yeah. we're we're pretty hopeful now. I mean, we it wasn't our ideal candidates, of course. I think that like many people can agree on that, but <laughs> I can definitely say that I think we're hopeful now. How do you feel about that, Keenan? Yeah,
1: I, I'm in the same. Um, I remember when I last <laughs> met with you, Ree, I was like, I'm not going to vote at all. You know, this yeah, is for me. Yeah, he did say that. The person I wanted, you know, isn't in here, you know, uh, so on and so forth. But then I really had to, my friend really broke it down for me. And he was saying like how, you know, Keenan, this isn't always just about you. You know, there's someone mm-hmm. that is being affected, similar to what I said before. And I wasn't thinking of that. And I was like, wait, you know, what about, you know, the people who were involved with DACA? at our you know college campuses they're worried about getting deported you know in the Mm. middle of a semester you know what about you know the people at the border who are locked up in cages like there's you know there's so many issues that i wasn't thinking about i was being very selfish and i must admit that's a very i would say american way of thinking i would say when you travel and you meet people especially when i spend time in mexico i realized that it's very much community-based like Mm. if someone next door needs a play or needs some uh Like jalapeno sauce, you know, Mm -hmm. the the person can get it for you. You know, it's no questions asked. It's a family, and that's something that I think America is missing. We're always just very individualistic. We always want what's best for us, and it's not what's best for the entire group. So I had to like remove myself for that a moment, which I'm not going going to, you know, bash people that don't vote because I'm starting to learn more about that kind of like politics of why people maybe don't vote, and I think it's interesting um to explore but you know this election I definitely felt like I had to be a participant in it um and I felt like it was very important sure. And I'm very happy with the outcome <laughs> well, that's
0: yeah. Good. yeah yeah and I'm glad that you came to that realization because I know mm-hmm. like when you told me that you weren't gonna vote I was like what <laughs> Keaton of <Yes>. all people <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> but I'm will- glad that you came to that realization and kind of had that um shift in mindset, you know, and realize, okay, no, it's not just about me. It is about the greater good. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's a great way to look at it, Keena, because I feel like a lot of people don't look at it from that perspective. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people in this election didn't want to vote because they didn't like, you know, obviously either candidate. But when you look at it, mm-hmm. that perspective, okay, who's it going to affect besides me, you know, because mm-hmm. I feel like I look at it a lot like that, you know, even though I'm Hispanic, I'm Puerto Rican, we have U.S. citizenship, but yes. I always think of the other Hispanics that don't. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I look at who's doing the best for immigration, who's doing the best to protect mm-hmm. the people that are here. So I feel mm-hmm. the same way about that where I have to like, I always think of them before I think of myself because I'm privileged. I consider us Puerto Ricans as privileged Hispanics because we are born with US citizenship, you know? But these other people who are like fleeing to this country obviously don't. So that was a concern I had too. I always think about them. I'm like, it's, it's so hard not to like, um, to just ignore them or act like, you know, cause some Puerto Ricans do that. And as you know, they made jokes about the Cubans too. Cause have you guys seen that? The oh, humans yeah. with <laughs> and you guys are Let's in miami st- too so like yeah. i can only imagine really. did you guys watch the music video
0: the which one the i will vote the, for donald trump
2: yes yes <laughs> did you wa- yeah. i <laughs> saw I like clips that, of it and
1: i'm happy i didn't see
2: it <laughs> <laughs> i saw clips <laughs> i need to get his reaction to it because it was in miami they filmed it no i think so that was miami
1: yeah that's how like, i'm oh pretty gosh. sure it's that one day i was in broward I, I'm, I'm happy i was there <laughs> <laughs>
0: the one day you're in broward I'm
2: yes dead. that is uh, funny but, um,
1: yes and i've been there's a lot of to talk about with you know the cuban population and how they maybe swing a republican but um yeah That'll be a discussion for another day. Yeah, we'll
0: save that for another yes. day. We'll
1: save that for another <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: day. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, I mean Yeah, go ahead.
2: No, I was gonna say I think that's the great part about Keenan though, is that you could you look at it from every perspective. Even how you said yes. like how you look at the voters who don't vote. You know, like mm-hmm. anyone else would be like, Oh, voters that don't vote, they're horrible people but sometimes it's like you have to look at the circumstances, which I kinda understand where you're coming from too, where it's mm-hmm. like I mean I even I don't even I'm trying to have trouble understanding sometimes, but I I it's good to mm-hmm. look at every every angle and every perspective
1: you know yeah and the reason why i started to think about that was because i watched um it was this like panel discussion they have and it was uh several like black american people and they're saying like a lot of them are not a lot of them but there were several of them that were advocating for you know not voting because it's like hey like i'm Mm -hmm. fighting for these rights that i still haven't been able to have my whole entire Mm -hmm. life like my grandparents great-grandparents they have been fighting so much just to have like the bare minimum and we're still getting you know shot in the streets like it's you know i could see how some people are just like hey like i'm constantly voting just to get you know a little bit of freedom for Mm -hmm. you know maybe four years and then you know there's still so many rights that you know some certain groups of people just do not have still so it's almost exhausting having to go out every four years stand in line for four hours and just you know vote for someone and then the next day, you know, something happens to you, you know. So it's, it's sort of an uncertainty um, that a lot of people in this country have, especially with our, yeah. you know, um, political candidates. It's just like we haven't been able to see anyone that represents us. So it's okay. like, what's the point? I'm just going to vote for someone who doesn't even look like me, someone that doesn't think the way I think. So I can see how some people are, like, not as motivated. But hopefully, I do have hope that maybe the next election or the following one, we will have, like, a fresh, young face um in there they can represent more people and hopefully more people turn out to vote
0: i hope so but honestly like everything you just said makes total sense and it really puts things into perspective like the reason why people don't vote like you said there's just not enough representation you know it's like
3: mm-hmm.
0: you go out you spend the time you put out the energy to vote for someone and then you don't really get changed like you expected mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah, I mean Yeah, I
1: waited in Plot line Plot? for three and a half hours <laughs> To vote Three and a half hours Yeah, it was three and a half hours
0: Wow, wow.
1: It was long, but it That's felt cr- it felt good guys, Like,
2: Did you guys have to vote on the machine thing?
1: No, we had to, like, write it in
2: Oh, yeah, you had the mail-in, right? To, to
1: fill it No, I didn't do mail-in okay. No Oh,
2: because in, G- G- so in New Jersey I wanted to physically go in I, w- oh, I was excited I was so excited to go vote in person <laughs> Like, I was so hyped and I go in, the guy's like, and my mom had told me, bring your mail-in ballot just in case, because I think they're going to throw it out if you vote there. And I go in, the guy's like, yeah, just go sit in that corner with, and it has, like, a thing like that and fill out the mail-in ballot. I was like, New Jersey, that's how they did it. Everyone had the mail-in ballots. I was, like, I wanted to get to experience, you know, like, not, you know. Waiting
1: in line. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. It it's okay. It's
3: I'll an experience. It. it felt, felt, felt really like, good. Like,
1: as I was getting closer, I was getting, like, chills. Like, oh, my God, like, yeah. i doing something for the greater good. Like, I kind of felt good circling that. That's what it
0: is. Yeah, that's what it is. That's good. Oh, I'm happy. So tell us about how it was like being in California, like when the news was announced. Like, tell us about that trip. We want to (laughs) know.
1: So yeah, while I was spending uh, time in California, I was also uh, working in these trainings that um, AmeriCorps puts you through. Um, mm-hmm. As a volunteer mm. teacher, so I was spending my oh. time doing trainings, and during one of them, it was a mind-body training to help you like meditate and teach students how to be more relaxed and everything. Ooh. And as we're doing one of the trainings, I hear people like yelling out the window, and I'm like, "What's going on?" <laughs> and then I look at my phone because I just shut it off. I was like glued to my phone for the past, you know, three days before we knew who it was. Right. And I found out who won. I'm, like, screaming with my my microphone on mute (laughs) in, like, the Zoom (laughs) meeting. I'm, like, oh, my
3: God. Oh, my god! And then
1: I looked down the window. There's, like, people marching. There's cars honking. And then eventually after our meeting ends, I close my computer. I, like, take a scooter, go all the way to West Hollywood. And it's, like, a crazy, like, celebration. It's, I've never experienced anything like that. I mean, there's just, like, celebrities driving by and coming out the car.
3: I can imagine. People on the streets.
1: And, yeah, we stayed out there at least till 2 a.m. And just, like, we're talking to people Ah. and seeing how relieved everyone was. But I definitely did not expect that. (laughs) I just had no idea what I was getting myself into. Um,
0: I can imagine. Yeah. But that's the cool... Like, that's the beauty of, like, L.A. and, like, Hollywood and stuff. It's, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like they just... Like, when things like this happen, they just are so expressive and they just celebrate so much and rightfully so i mean you know the the people that are in like california specifically like la and hollywood and stuff like those are the people that are just so free-spirited i feel and (laughs) they're the ones that like you know really wanted this change so it's like i can imagine the energy must have been crazy
1: i've never been in a city where i felt like everyone was like Politically on your side. Like everyone was basically a Democrat or progressive in some way. Like everyone is just like so happy, honking the horns, just people jogging. They're like, hey, what's going on? It kind of was just like a relief after being in quarantine, you know, for six months. Everyone, you know, has a mask on, of course, but, you know, everyone's social distancing. And it's just like, it was just a one day where everyone could just be like, oh, I'm free. Like I could just smile. I have something to be happy about, you know. For much of this, right. you know, crazy time during COVID, we didn't have much to be happy about. I feel like that was that one day where we were just like, yes, I'm happy for something.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I feel like that too. Like, like mm-hmm. watching the news, it was like, you'd see all these cities, like just celebrating, like even D.C. I was like, oh man, I wish we were <laughs> oh, yeah, back DC. in D.C. I know. <laughs> I mean, New York
2: City too. Like yeah. I know, um, <laughs> my friend had texted me because Timothy Chalamet was gonna be at um, like one of these like like parties they were having after like the election, mm-hmm. and he was like gonna be there like you know to celebrate like you know the the results. And I was so mad because she had texted me and she was like, "Yo, like should we go right now?" And her and I were debating for so long because we were literally gonna pack up and go, and then we, were, we ended up checking out. But I kind of wish we Aww. did because it looked like it was
0: so much fun. I was that like, would have mm-hmm. been. That, that would have, have been, been a cool experience. Cool experience, like it. just like an experience that, like you said, like after so long, so many months of like depression, like yeah, you know, something to like celebrate and like feel a part of. Exactly, it felt, so,
2: I mean, we got to experience it, it virtually. Yeah, we did. It. Social media. I mean, like, if you think about it, uh, the way I look at it, sometimes social media is like seeing those people virtually, like that, like the people Keenan described, depending on who you follow. Like i yes. I mean my my timeline was full of celebrations and everyone was just happy and even on TikTok posting videos, like everyone was just good and
0: I was like, oh this is cute. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I was living through Keenan's stories, so oh, <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Felt like I was there. I, <laughs> I was real. trying not to post too
1: much, but it was I wanted everyone to see what I was seeing, basically. I just couldn't believe it no, And
0: like, I appreciate that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Keenan, do you ever think about <laughs> getting
0: into journalism? Ah. Uh,
1: I, could you
2: see yourself being a journalist
1: i mean uh, hopefully my plan is in january to launch my own website where i can talk yes. more about issues and travel so that's my goal yeah. my motivation right now so in january to launch that so nice. i can have my own platform yeah. to do it um yeah but i haven't really thought about being a journalist at all
2: <laughs> i could just see you covering all that stuff you know like I mean, you get to, you. I know traveling, you see so much. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I mean, I enjoyed just watching your stories, and I'm like, oh, I gotta be yes. like Keenan, you know.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Honestly, I me and we talk about it all the time. We're like, oh my gosh, Keenan, we're so inspired by you, like I know. living oh, your life, and it's just amazing. You. I mean, this
1: year, to go more um, in depth about like how it's been affecting me. Like this year hasn't been, I would say, the best. So for so many of us, especially yeah, this summer. Right. It's been tough. Oh my gosh. Yeah. In one week span, I would say I went through a breakup with someone mm. that we were planning a summer trip. Long distance relationship, everyone. Hello, mm-hmm. anyone out there.
3: Oh, we right. were planning a
1: trip to tour Europe together. Mm. Uh, and then four days later, I was broken up with unexpectedly. I already bought my, my flight and everything. Had no idea. Oh. Was so <gasps> thrown off. And then the next day my best friend's grandmother passes away and i'm like oh torn because i experienced that you know my grandmother passed away like in the room next to me i mean it was horrible horrible. and then oh. also going through you know trauma from like the black lives matter movement it was like in the end of june july like when it was at the height where it was just like black lives matter was like the biggest trending um mm. issue on social media so it was just a lot to go through mentally so I t- after that, I took a whole the whole month of July just to not do anything because I was just like so, you know, brought down and I just, I didn't feel motivated to do anything. So I just picked up yoga to try to relax and calm my body because it was very, I was going through a lot of anxiety and depression and I would say that's the first time I ever really knew what that was. Like I was able to pinpoint, okay, Fine. this I'm feeling right now is anxiety. This is stress. Like this is like depression. Like I was able to actually like recognize my feelings for the first time ever so i know i felt these before and i'm sure so many of you all have um but to actually recognize what you go through is like crazy so i would say i went through that for about a month then i would say in august for my birthday i kind of got over the breakup i was feeling better and since then i've been trying to like put myself in good spirits and good energy and just only surround myself around people that you know are really good people to yourself to your spirit and just uplift you you know there's so much going on this year so that's sort of the people that you only want to surround yourself with so then i just like start to pick up traveling more to see friends and trying to keep myself in those spirits just to close out the year because you know it's 2020 i'm just gonna ignore it it's like 2019 2021 we're skipping 2020 <laughs> but,
2: honestly,
3: but this year has like
1: I'm been skipping. the toughest but i would say like you learn the most about yourself this year like this year is
2: oh yeah really it has right yeah Mm -hmm. honestly i mean that's the best thing to do is like look at the positives out of everything Mm because this year has not been easy it's been rough i think we've all dealt with our own you know different Mm -hmm. different things that just slapped us in the face but pushing forward trying to make the best out of it now you know yeah
0: mental mental health was big this year i mean i think we all literally like experienced a little bit of depression anxiety just Mm -hmm. sadness general sadness like because of like the year kind of just went away like it just passed before our eyes and not only did it pass it it had so many like so many obstacles that we had to face like you said like the Mm -hmm. black lives matter thing that was huge like alexia knows that was huge for me Mm -hmm. like i was glued to the news i was like so deep into it like it was it was very like taxing mentally and i mean keenan we talked about it like it's when we met up that one time like You know we were talking about like that time like everything that was going on and how heavy it all was and just how we didn't really see like you know the end or like you know like with COVID and stuff it was just so much but I'm glad that like you kind of like shifted your mindset you were able to like bring yourself back out of that Mm -hmm. and just travel and live your life honestly like you know I know we're still in COVID and stuff but I just feel like we many people have gotten to the point where it's like all right we just have to live for ourselves at this point like you know obviously being as safe as possible and Mm -hmm. going about things in a in the right way um but just doing better for yourself mentally like i feel like we all deserve Mm -hmm. that now
1: so yeah and it was a point i would say to go through the motions and not ignore your feelings i would say that's something that i kind of reinforced. like whenever i was going through something and make sure like no keenan like this is what you're going through. Stay in this moment, like feel it, go through it, go through it. Because at the end, it's going to be better. You know, you don't know when the end's going to be. But I always had hope for that. And if you are someone that ignores your feelings often, I would say try not to do that because eventually it's going to all come crashing down on you. It's not OK. And I've done that before. And it's, it's better to be more in touch with yourself and be labeled exactly. as a person that's too sensitive than be labeled Mm. as someone that just doesn't have any way of connecting to human emotion you know i think that's very dangerous um so wow yeah yeah stay in touch with your who you are
2: yeah that's big that's yeah that's a really what you just said was really like that was really deep that i was like that
0: was was like that hit me that touched me because i feel like i struggle with that me too right
2: it's i I, because i feel like people make it seem so bad to be sensitive you know like oh alexia's so sensitive or yeah, like yes so we internalize a lot say yeah so we really think about it as like a bad thing but you're right you're absolutely right
0: no it is it is very important to like feel those feelings like i always think about the movie inside out
3: i don't oh my know if we have talked movie. about this
0: isn't it like it, is, it just it made is. me realize like how important it is to feel all the different emotions not just happiness you know you need to experience other emotions in order to recognize happiness so Mm -hmm. like i always think back to that movie but you know like what you just said is super like it hits home because i know i internalize a lot of things and i know i can be out of touch with my own emotions like a lot of the time so i need to get better at that i'm definitely Mm -hmm. gonna like work on that now Mm
1: -hmm. yeah and we live in a culture where it's you know it's go go go. It's work 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 work. You know, keep going, keep going, keep going. And it's like
3: mm-hmm.
1: you're never gonna be able to uh, pinpoint who you are. You're never gonna really be able to deal with those feelings. You know, we we are constantly pushing ourselves to limit every day. Um, that's mm-hmm. capitalism for you. <laughs> but you know, we need to be right. able to just take a break. You know, sometimes you know, I took off work tomorrow, and it's just like no, like the money would have been okay, you know, to have for travel, you know, so on and mm-hmm. so forth, but no Mm -hmm. like i really need to take a day to like exercise to drink a lot of water to just listen to you know Mm -hmm. podcasts and meditate like do that it's so so important like listen to yourself Mm
2: -hmm. that Mm -hmm. is so true that is so true it's really important to get to make sure you spend time with yourself and like i think that's another thing is just like in our world we just work 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 to the point we can't work no more literally you know like it's it's hard but i think that's what's important is like to take i mean i'm i'm offered calling off work i tell this to people all the time like baby if you need a break i get you know you need money and everything but your mental health comes first because there ain't no point in living this life just to work and not be happy you know like if you gotta take some time take some time you know because it's rough mm-hmm.
0: it is and like society doesn't make it any easier like you know they make you feel guilty for taking time off it's like oh oh, like you're gonna call out work like we need you like what (laughs) like no like you are a person we're all human beings like we have every right to you know take the time that we need for ourselves and you know we shouldn't be so tied or like basically tied down to our jobs that you know can Mm -hmm. it's I think this year really taught us that your job is so like sensitive in turn like when i say sensitive i mean like it nothing is guaranteed like look at unemployment mm-hmm. this year like so many people lost their jobs like and can you imagine how hard they worked for those jobs how committed they were to those jobs just to be let go you know like yeah out of their control like that really made me realize that like i, I realized that this year like <laughs> you know it's, yeah nothing is guaranteed so.
2: Exactly, and now that you mentioned that whole like laying off thing, I, I know Disney they laid off so many workers that when I did my Disney college program, I worked with them, mm-hmm. and a lot of them had moved there. They were like, oh, I'm gonna stay here after my program, work at Disney, and they were all let off. Literally, all my friends that worked at Disney were let off, and it was so wow. sad to think how like they had like you know this was their dream. They wanted to eventually not only work at the parks, but work for like the actual you know like working PR for Disney, working graphic design for Disney. And to be let go like that, I mean, I can only imagine how they're feeling, those people out there that, you know, experience something like that. It's just horrible, you know? Yeah, yeah I would
1: say, like, with, you know, the unemployment with so many um, issues arising from COVID, I would say it opened up our eyes to the issues that we have in this country even more. Mm-hmm. Like, it made mm-hmm. us more aware of people that were unemployment before. And now, since, you know, what is it, 20 million people? are on, on, I believe the number is even higher than that. It makes you more yeah. aware of like, wow, like this is serious. Like so many people are laid off and it it shows you like where the needs are in this country. You know, the the needs are at protecting the businesses, but yet the people, the employees, the working class people, they don't have a job. Like there's no reason why yeah. Disney, you know, we love Disney, <laughs> but there's yeah. no reason why that You know, they're a company that brings in billions and billions of dollars. They can't just, you know, Mm -hmm. keep their workers. But hey, like take six months off, you know, once the job gets going back, you could come back, we'll still pay you. You know, they make plenty of money to do that. But it shows you how like corporations value money, profit over people, which should never be because we're the ones ones going to your resorts. We're we're the ones uh, putting money in your pockets. Why can't you just protect us for eight months or a year during this pandemic? You know, we don't want to die. This is very serious.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, Disney has no excuse. That's the way I felt about it because, I mean, like, and I experienced that, like, I have talked to Rhi about this, but I experienced that working for Disney, which I will one day talk about another day, but (laughs) let's just say that the cast members at Disney, they are so undervalued. Like, they're not appreciated for the work that they do. To have to be happy constantly, to have to deal with mean guests, rude guests who cuss you out and you have to be like, have a magical day, you know? Like, These are people, and and people with, like, lives and families. I mean, I experienced a mom who was a single mom working at Disney. and she would work, like, literally from 4 a.m. until, like, 5 p.m. to try to make money because her husband had cancer. Like, the things you see, and she was let go. And I'm like, dude, like, this is disgusting that they would let go of people like this who have lives like this, and now they're, like, left to the dust. Even though she's had years working for Disney, it's like... It's wow. it it shows you how these companies it, like you said Keenan only care about profit and it just mm-hmm. makes you not want to support them anymore. I'm just kind of like, "Oh.
1: Yeah. It's like I want to go <laughs> I want to go for like one day do a Disney trip, you know, we love them <laughs> but it just it just it's really sad that you know what's going on in this world, but I think right. there will there will be hope, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> exactly.
0: I think There's so too. Hope. There is definitely hope for hope. the future. <laughs> I mean, we have to keep hopeful. That's that's the mm-hmm. way I look at it. Like, what are you going to do? Like, not? Like, what are you going to do? Like, just think, oh, yeah, we're never going to get out of this. Like, you know, no. things are never going to get better. Like, no, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. You have to try yeah, to keep do, a better mindset.
1: Yeah, do what you feel, whatever you're passionate about in your life. If you want to be a painter, if you want to be a singer, if you want to be a cyclist, anything in the world, just do what you want to do in your life. Do what makes you happy. Everything will fall in line. Believe in it. And just live that life, you know. Try yeah. not to get wrapped exactly. up in a life that isn't for you, you know.
0: For sure, yeah. Facts, um, facts, yeah. Period. Period. <laughs> Period.
2: pooh.
3: <boom. laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Literally. Love
0: that. But I mean, yeah, no. That's that's really, honestly, that's how we should all be living. Just living our lives, make trying to make ourselves as happy as possible, you know. I mean, ha- happiness is not. Like cons- let me not say it's not consistent. Um, I'm trying to like think back to the inside out thing. You know, you're always gonna have your highs and lows, basically. Um, yeah. But ultimately, if you're always trying to like you know keep the goal of happiness in mind, you'll 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 reach it. So yeah. Exactly. Yay. The other thing. The other thing I want to know: How is it traveling during during COVID? Like you know, how is it traveling right now?
1: It's. It's definitely, I would say there's a lot of pros and cons. So some of the pros I would say is that, you know, there's not as many people um, you're interacting with, you know, walking down the street, especially in LA. It's, some people would say, you know, it's as busy as Times Square, some some areas of LA and Hollywood. Um, so mm-hmm. I would say like every it day wasn't as many people. Everyone is social distancing in LA, like to go into any store, they check your temperature. You have to, you know, find the hand sanitizer, wear your mask, of course, social distance. Um, and that's very important. I would say a lot of areas that I've been to, they've been really implementing the social distancing guidelines that I think they're very important. Um, and also, you know, any place that I travel to, I make sure I test before and, and I test after and I do my quarantine. Even if it's negative, I still do like a two week quarantine where I try to, you know, exercise even more, like keep track of my diet, make sure I eat you know healthier options. You know, it's also about like taking care of yourself. So whenever I travel, I try to, be mindful of that whenever i'm in another person's city or country I'll obviously take into consideration you know the people that are there so um be as safe as possible but it is it's been interesting um it's been a lot of fun to travel to just get out there and meet other people um i've met some of the most unique people i can imagine like there's people that like trade stocks and there's people that are uh, uh professional dancers that It's just like you meet the most, the most amazing people, and it's like I can't even put into words of like that. There's even these people out there, and to connect with them just on a random, you know, at a random time and a random place. Um, So I feel like moments like that are meant to be. So um, it's definitely a privilege to be able to travel during these times. Um, But I definitely am grateful to be able to. share these experiences with other people and make these connections that I have been able to make. Um, but I can't wait till, you know, one day we can do a trip or something, you know, I in know. the future. Yes. I hope, you know, with these vaccines coming out next year, so hopefully something can change.
0: Yeah. Yes. I'm definitely looking forward to the vaccine and hopefully hoping that it works and, you know, oh, yeah, goes smoothly, <laughs> it you know, work
3: yeah, hoping that it works
0: and goes as smoothly as possible. But yeah, definitely looking forward to when we could travel again because I mm-hmm. miss it so much. And I feel like with you, Keenan, you're just a magnet for people like attracting those types of like random, spontaneous meetups and like interesting people.
1: Like, I don't, yeah, I literally don't know how how it happens. I make sure I go to a place with no plans, like, even if my, fan, my friends are trying to plan out the day. I honestly don't like that because I feel like everything yeah. will happen. Like you will meet that person for a reason. Yeah. So I make sure we have, like, no plans. We just go with the flow, see what happens. And, yeah, those are the people that you'll meet. And it's it's honestly meant to be. When you force things in life, I've learned a lesson where it's, like, you attract the wrong people. You're, like, forcing relationships to men that are not supposed to be, you know, together. Mm-hmm.
0: So Right. Um, All right. So, I mean, Keita, <laughs> tell us about your plans for the rest of the year.
1: So, thankfully, I will be... <laughs> Uh, spending the rest of this year in New Year's in Mexico.
3: What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so
1: That's excited. Exciting. Yes, it is. I I fell in love with a uh, few cities there um, in the country. The people there are just so amazing, so sweet, so nice. And, you know, with a lot going on in this country, with so much going on in the world, I was like, I need to spend New Year's in a new place. Um and I felt like Mexico was the right place to go. Um, I was spending like three weeks there, um, hopefully to travel around to new areas I haven't explored before and to meet new people, um, to visit friends, um, to take a lot of pictures, and yeah, just to make the most out of it. It's been a long, hectic, crazy year, and I think that, you know, ending it out with an amazing place with surrounded around, around positive energy and. Uh, great people i think that's the best way to close out the year and i'm excited for it yeah
0: Mm, that's exciting for you yeah i'm so happy for you honestly and like that's that sounds amazing honestly to close (laughs) out the year like literally like like you said just like going to a city that you love and experience exploring like new parts of the city and just being around like Good energy, like after this year that we've had, you deserve it. Yeah, exactly. I, I keep telling
1: myself that. <laughs> like, Kenan, you got it. No, should I be doing this? Should I not? No, you know what? You only live once, you know, you never know <laughs> when your day's gonna Yolo. be. So just live it up, do what you gotta do. Exactly. Have...
0: <laughs> Yellow.
1: <clears throat> I life. would yeah. say,
2: I mean, COVID has become something that we just have to, we for now, learn to live with, right? Like, obviously, you're being safe and. You know like that's the best part is just not what you know not let not stop we're not stopping life you know
0: yeah pretty much I mean, it's a we, new way of living a lot of life we did yeah,
2: oh yes. yeah i feel like i this whole year my whole year being 22 22 that this age for me was like i never got to experience it i don't know what 22 was like you know what i mean yeah, i really no, don't we're, we're turning 22 oh, wow. again
0: next year
1: that's interesting. Yeah. I never thought of that. That's like I
2: feel, <laughs> yeah, it's like a big gap. However old you are now, I feel like like it's... I mean, the year's ending already. And I'm like, it's already going to be 2021. And I missed out on... I spent my birthday in quarantine. Like, I missed out mm. half my... Li- what it feels like a part of my life, you know?
1: So but, just subtract a year from your birthday. Yeah. So next birthday, yeah. you're turning 22. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yes, Starting literally. Over. I gotta tell myself, like... <laughs> i'm like i didn't get to experience that but
0: we're being positive
2: things that you know we're looking forward to like the future and a vaccine like you said hopefully you know these cases will go down and we could start to you know have some normalcy again you know so that's at least in this country um so that's the exciting thing i guess to look for look forward to you know for sure i'm excited what about you
1: were you excited about (laughs)
0: um uh, almost, honestly pretty much the same thing I'm definitely excited to like see if we can get this under control like yes. so that we can get back to normalcy and I'm pretty hopeful that we will be able to get it under control um, and you know just honestly excited to just do new things again and have new experiences, meet new people accomplish more goals, new goals, set new goals so yeah hopefully travel (laughs) we'll see Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm excited
3: i'm excited excited.
0: yes we're all excited i love the energy (laughs) we love it we love to see it yes yeah but i think that's it (laughs) yeah i think we're ready to close up -hmm. thank you so much keenan for being on our podcast thank you so much for having
1: me I was excited <laughs> was to so get the call, so
0: yes. this is oh the least gosh. I can do.
1: I'm just so happy to be here. It's my first oh, podcast oh. ever.
0: I'm so happy that you're excited <laughs>
1: Yes. To have you back. Thank you. Sure. Anytime. 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 Oh, you should start a <laughs> podcast. Pleasure. Yeah, I was
2: going to say, I why don't you start to, a
1: podcast? I want to with my friend. It's just hard to do it with, I guess I have to like decrease my life and what I want to do. I need to sit my butt down for like a few weeks to get this under control but I don't
0: yeah.
2: know yeah you should I, do it honestly and all the experiences you have especially while you're traveling you can record while you're yeah. traveling
0: exactly I
1: could but you know it's a lot that to do so you have to do the colors you have to do the graphics I don't know how to do any of that it's stuff like
2: doing social media stuff
1: yes that's that's the biggest part you need people to listen
2: I feel like you're good though like, I feel like you're re- like I think you're good like I I, I think you're an artsy person i think you got it
0: yeah you'll make it happen okay. you'll figure you have it out I'll your see. own aesthetic to it for i'll sure. see the Do end it. of
1: january i might try I'll to launch see. it let's see what happens yeah, yeah with you your website to Show too of course yes. yeah
0: yes. oh my gosh we can't I would
1: wait. love that but thank you for having love me it. i appreciate it
3: of no <laughs> course thanks for
2: and sharing yeah like always <laughs> to everyone listening be sure to follow our instagram at diary of an ldf podcast And we'll see you guys next week.
0: See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye.